A new era has begun, and more and more signs and wonders will be seen in 2021. For those who will heed my voice, one of the things we were just talking about right there is going to another level of hearing from God. When you begin to pray, and I'm not saying the word of God, the Holy Spirit's going to reveal the word, the written word of God to you. I never will forget. I never will forget when um, when I I got filled with the Holy Ghost. And uh, I, all I knew is that there was something that came on me and there was the presence of God like I'd never known before. And um, I didn't necessarily understand all about the Holy Ghost. I grew up in a denominational church. I was a licensed minister for 10 years before I got filled with the Holy Ghost. And, um, but when I got filled with the Holy Ghost, I would just sit in it, praying in the spirit. I would begin to, the presence of God would begin to fill my room. And I would just wonder, what is this? How, why, why now? But praying in the spirit. And I began to sing in the spirit. A while ago, uh, Cassie, was talking about singing in the spirit. There's a couple of different passages of scripture. One's in, in um, Ephesians and one's in 1 Corinthians that talks about singing in the spirit. And I would begin to sing in the spirit. I began to sing in the spirit on this day that I'm asking God about revelation knowledge where the Holy Ghost is concerned. And I began to sing a, a song. I wrote, I wrote this song while I was singing in the spirit. Actually, it came out of the spirit realm, but it was learning to rest in you because you're beautiful to me. And, 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 I, and I learned how to rest because when you're praying in the spirit, the Bible says you enter into his rest. What? Because when you're praying in the spirit, you're praying the word of God over your situation. When I'm singing in the spirit, I'm singing over my situation in triumphant victory. When you're praying in the spirit and singing in the spirit, it's moving things that you can't move in the natural, but God is working behind the scenes for you and I to benefit from. Amen. So heed my voice. Part of that is praying in the spirit. The other part is it's going to always line up with the word of God. The Holy Spirit and the word of God are not going to separate themselves from each other. So you may think, what do I pray? That's why he says in Romans chapter eight, when you don't know what to pray, you pray in the spirit and the spirit maketh intercession for us with groanings, with groanings, which we can't comprehend at the time. But in 1 Corinthians, he also tells us that he's revealing them to us by his spirit. These mysteries, well, you never know what God's going to do. You can know what God's going to do. You pray in the spirit and let God unveil the truth to you. When I was singing in the spirit that day in my room and the presence of God filled that room, I was learning how to rest in him. I was learning how to trust in him. And then right after that, in that right in that amazing right after that, I got Isaiah chapter 28. I never knew, I never saw it like that. I never saw that. I didn't understand it. But God was saying, with stammering lips and an unknown tongue, am I speaking to you, son? Line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. He's, he's unveiling truths to me for my life and order my footsteps as I pray in the spirit because it's my most holy faith, right? It's your most holy faith. Don't stop doing the things that you know to do. That's saying if you all did everything you knew to do, you'd all be rich, skinny, and happy, right? So the reality of it is your spiritual life isn't where you want it to be. Spend more time in the Word, but pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit much. 
So God can unveil this because you got, got to hear his voice for those who will heed my voice and obey my words. Well, if you haven't heard his voice, you don't know what his word is saying. Part of it, this is part of his word. They will experience my goodness and my power as never seen nor heard. They'll see the fruit of their faithfulness come bursting forth, bursting forth, bursting forth. Boom. Woo. Hallelujah. And they'll prosper and flourish like never before. Abundance and overflow. That's what we're going to see. Amen. I'll bring it to pass because of their love and obedience to me. Because of their love and obedience to me. Whatever God's telling you to do, start doing it. Just take that step. And after you take that step, he'll tell you what else to do. But if you ever stop hearing from God, go back to the last thing that he told you to do and make sure you're doing it. Amen. That's how it works. Obedience, right? No longer will their enemy have the upper hand. For my spirit is moving and an outpouring of my power is coming upon the land. Many triumphant, say many. Many, say many. Triumphant victories will mark this new era. It's what I planned. So listen to this. Rest in me. Rest in me. Learning to rest in you. Because you're beautiful to me. I never understood what he had in store for me until I learned how to rest in him. Praying in the spirit. And in Hebrews it says labor to enter into that rest. Hebrews chapter 3. Labor, what? By faith. Well, how do you get faith when you don't feel like resting? You pray in the spirit. Because you're praying in your most holy faith. And God's going to give you a word so that you can do whatever it is he's telling you to do. Amen? It's fundamentals. Amen? But you know what? Most people don't like doing the fundamentals. They just want the big shot. Big shot Bob. All right, here we go. It's what I plan, so rest in me. Mir- when you do this, when I'm doing this, miracle after miracle, miracle after miracle, miracle after miracle, miracle after miracle, that's what he'll do. Mm. Receive it and know that it's true. Refuse to be swayed by what's said in the news with me on your side. How can you lose? So stay with my word. It's faithful and true. I'll bring it to pass and great things I will do. As you're praying in the spirit, know that you're praying the word of God over your situation. And write down whatever the word of the Lord is speaking to you in the scripture. And hang on to it. Cling to it. Rely upon it with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Hold on to what God's saying. And when you're doing what God's saying, he's going to do what he said he's going to do. Miracle after miracle, that's what I'll do. Amen? Well, you can be seated if you'd like. I'm going to let you all. We're going to continue in this vein. Our team may come up here in a minute and pray over some of you. Because we ain't done. Holy Ghost ain't done yet. Amen? How many of y'all are believing for miracles? Hey, come on. Miracle after miracle, that's what we'll see. Miracle after miracle is what we'll see. You and I have got to believe it and receive it. How do you tap into miracle type faith though? We're going to tap into some of it this morning, okay? I want you to, you can just flow with me here. I'm going to be in Matthew. All I did, the Lord had instructed me and showed me what to do here, is I went through the book of Matthew. And I began to write down the miracles. So we'll start in Matthew chapter 8, 2 through 4. It says, and I'm just going to, paraphrase it real simple for you, but we're going to talk about miracles this morning. Amen. 
You need a miracle this morning? Well, God's your miracle working God. Amen. God wants to do miracles in our lives. We need to make sure we're meditating on miracles if you want to see miracles. Because you're going to go in the direction of your most dominant thought. Whatever you're putting your eyes on, whatever you're focusing on, that's what's going to overtake you. That's where the abundant overflow is going to come. Is when you're meditating in the word. Look at this. 8, 2, through 4. Jesus heals the leopard. And immediately, say immediately, he was cleansed. Matthew 8, 5 through 13. The great faith of the centurion said, just say the word and my servant will be healed. And his servant was healed that selfsame hour. Say miracle. miracle. After miracle. Miracle. After miracle. Miracle. After miracle. 8, 14 and 15. Jesus heals Peter's mother-in-law and she rose and ministered unto them. I believe that was an immediate. Amen. If she, healed, if he healed, if she was healed and she got up and she began to minister to them. Say miracles. 8.16 says, Many were brought unto him that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirit with his word and healed all. Everybody say all. All. That were sick. He healed them all. Jesus doesn't play favorites. Amen. Even though you feel like you're God's favorite, and Dr. Savelle is God's favorite. Amen. Come on. The reality of God doesn't play favorites. If he does it for one, he's got to do it for another. Right, Tasha? Come on now. Healing is in the house. Why? Because there's a miracle working God in the house. And he's a God of miracles. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. You and I have got to confess it. We've got to speak it. We've got to reach out and grab it. Look at this. In uh, 828, I mean, 828 through 34, a wild demon-possessed man of the Gergazines is set free. And it freaked out the whole entire city. Come on now. That's how wild and crazy this guy was. It freaked everybody out. But Jesus, what? Immediately. Cast that devil out. You can get rid of, there's demons that are bothering you. There's things that have been going on in your life that you don't, if you're watching by way of internet, all you got to do is call on the name of Jesus, resist the devil, say, get out of my life and he'll flee from you. Amen. You and I've got that authority. We've been giving it through Jesus Christ. Nine, two through six says sick of the palsy healed through forgiveness of sins. Nine, 20 through 22 says the woman with the issue of blood was made whole as she touched the hem of his garment. And 9, 18 through 24, during that whole situation, the, the certain ruler, which later on we find out Luke was Jairus, daughter is raised from the dead. They laughed Jesus to scorn as he walked in that room, Eric. But no, the power of God was on Jesus and the power of God's on you and it's in you. Let him come out of you and be who you were created to be. Created in Christ Jesus under good works, which God before ordained that you and I should be walking in miracle after miracle. Amen. In 9, 27 through 29, two blind men crying out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. And according to their faith, he healed them. He didn't wait and say, oh, let me go check out your track record. No, he healed them right then. Amen? Say miracle working God. In 9, 32 through 33, dumb and possessed were healed. Set free, and he was speaking immediately. Come on now, immediately. Tongue tied his whole life. 935, Jesus went about teaching and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness. Somebody say every sickness. And disease of the people. All of them. Doesn't matter what it is. COVID doesn't matter. Come on. Cancer doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't matter what it is. Satan cannot stand against our King of Kings and our Lord of Lords. But you've got to meditate more on what God can do in your life than what everybody else is saying about what's going on in this world and in your own personal life. Rise up, rise up, and be who God's created you to be, more than a conqueror, amen? 
in 10.1, Jesus gave power to the 12. So it wasn't just Jesus that was doing these mighty works. And if these guys could do this under an old covenant, and then he's given us all the power and authority to do it in a new covenant built upon better promises, woo, we should be doing exactly what they were doing. Amen? Come on now. Say, that's me. So in 10.1, he says, Jesus gave power to the 12 against unclean spirits and heal all men. Say all. all. Now, these are the disciples. This isn't Jesus anymore. Amen. Come on now. Are you a disciple? Yes. I'm a child of the most. I'm a follower of God through Jesus Christ. I'll heal all manner of sickness and every disease. In 10, 7 through 8, Jesus told them to preach, saying, The kingdom of God is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. Come on now. Raise. I raised a dog from the dead one time. He's, he's dead for about 15, 20 minutes. Hard as a rock. But the Spirit of the Lord, you know what I did? I began to pray in the Holy Ghost, going out to him, because I knew that something was wrong. My wife had come back to the bar and said, But he looks like he's dead. There's there's something wrong with him. He's laid out hard as a board. And I just began to pray in the spirit. I said, my my cattle's blessed. I took my covenant right, walking from the barn to that dog, walked out there for about 15, 20. I prayed in the Holy Ghost. Give me wisdom, God. Give me wisdom, God. Give me wisdom. And I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. And I get out to him. I grab him. He's hard. So I'm walking back to the barn, to the house with a stiff dog. Okay, and I take him, and I'm still praying in the Holy Ghost. And I take him and I put him, and you know what the Lord told me? He says, get a water hose and turn on the water and stick it down his throat. I said, okay. So I got a water hose. I didn't know what, I, I mean, I just did whatever the Holy Ghost was telling me to do. And I did it. And, it, and, and, and then, a, I don't know, probably 30, 30 seconds to a minute, he begins to just come to life. We're both, I'm saying, praise the Lord. We just keep praising God, watching God do something that I can't do in the natural and that you can't either. And if God will raise a dog from the dead, he'll raise somebody in this life from the dead. Amen? Come on now. This is stirring our faith up for miracles. You're not going to see miracle after miracle if you don't meditate on miracles. Amen? You might need a miracle in your finances. Pastor Phil's going to receive the tithes and offerings in a little bit. You need to start studying out how those miracles took place. Come on now. There's always something God told him to do. Peter, let me borrow your boat. He didn't want to. Peter cast out, didn't want to. God is always talking to us, trying to put us in a position to receive our miracle. But are we listening? And are we willing to do whatever it is that he's telling us to do? It's a mystery to the world, but it's not a mystery to God. And it doesn't have a mystery. It'd be a mystery to you. Tap into the mysteries. Whoo, glory to God. In 10, 7 through 8, Jesus told, I just read that. Raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. Freely you have received, freely give. Glory to God. 11, 4 through 5, tell. This is, I love this. Because John's asking, what about Jesus? Just, John is the one. See, your natural mind is an enemy against God. And if you sit there and let your thoughts, Eric mentioned this about just letting just, you know, your reason come into effect. You know, you got to cast down wicked imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself up against what God's telling you to do in your situation. You got you to get rid of it. And sometimes you can't because your natural man just wants to cry. And you just got to pray in the Holy Ghost, building yourself up in your most holy faith. Stand. And when you've done all the stand, God will walk you through the situation just like he did the, four Hebrew, the three Hebrew children. Amen? Shadrach, Meshach, and he'll walk you through your fire. As you trust in him, amen? So he says, look at this. 
Tell and show John. I like this. Tell and show. Tell and show. You ever go to show and tell? Remember when you're go show and tell? Come on now. I think about miracles that are in this house. You're a miracle. You're a miracle. I think about different people that have seen miracles, signs, and wonders in their life. Tell and show. Go to show and tell. We're coming to show and tell. We're going to be a church that shows and tells of the glorious manifestations of the goodness and the miraculous power of God. Amen? So good. So we're going to show and tell. John, the things you see and the things you hear. The blind receive their sight. Woo! Hey, come on, 2020. Hey, don't stop your 2020 confession. And you know, come on, how many of y'all had that? We're going to be 2020 by 2020, amen? Come on now. You're looking for the key. Hang on to your faith. Let God do the miraculous in your life. Be a walking testimony. Be able to show and tell people what God's doing in your life. The blind receive, that's the blind people. The blind people receive their sight. So you may have 2060 or whatever you got, whatever they're telling you you have. Just go ahead and just tap into it. Start focusing on it. Start meditating. So great about Moses. He went to his grave and none of his natural forces were abated. Come on, his eyes did not dim at 120. So don't use old days as an excuse, amen. Love you, tap into it. Feed your faith and starve your doubts, Amen. He says, show and help blind receive their sight. I'm excited. Can y'all tell? The lepers are cleansed. The death here. 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 Oh, you, you tap into your spirit man and allow God to begin to speak to you. And your natural man, your natural ears will start to hear. You got a spirit man, your spirit in here. It has no deficiencies whatsoever. You know, come on. You and I tap into that and the natural forces will line up with what's on the inside of us. The, the, the Bible says that the spirit will renew us day by day as we tap into the spirit. Amen. Whoo, glory to God. 11, oh, I got the dead raised up. Oh, the dead are raised up again. Look at that. And the poor have the gospel preached to them. Woo! We preach a prosperity gospel. Amen? God doesn't want you broke, busted, or disgusted. Amen? All right, look at this. In 1213, man with a withered hand is healed on the Sabbath. Well, you know, you can't do it over here and you can't do it. No, now is the acceptable time of the Lord. Now faith is. Amen? Not tomorrow. Now your faith is. Now is your miracle day. Amen? Expect it, believe it, and receive it. Amen? So... On 12, 15, great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. Everybody say all. All. Todo. It means the same thing in Spanish, whether you realize it or not, okay? Come on. It's all. All right. 12, 22, one possessed with the devil, blind, dumb, and he healed that blind and dumb so that he both spake and he could see. Wow. Come on, 1354, hometown recognizes his mighty works. You know what? People are going to look at you from afar. And they're going to think, what are they doing? You know what? We're getting answers for our prayers. Amen? God, you're going to be a testimony to the people around you. People are going to recognize that God is doing something in your life, and they're going to want what you've got. You're going to be able to show and tell. Show and tell. Amen? Ready? Are we ready for some show and tell around here? Come on now. But you know what? In 58, it says not many works were able to be done in his hometown. Why? Because they were looking at the natural aspects of things. Well, you know, oh, that's just so-and-so. That's just so-and-so. No, you got to realize, you got to become, you got to recognize who you are. You're a new creature with new features. 
You're a new creation created in Christ Jesus under good works which God had before ordained that you and I should walk in them. So go ahead and walk in them. Amen? All right, we're getting there. We're getting there. Hallelujah. Now, 14 and 14 says, Moved with compassion, he healed their sick. 14, 15 through 21, it was a miracle feeding. There's a miracle feeding. How many of y'all could use some more food in the house? There's a miracle feeding. Come on now. How many of y'all would like to feed a whole lot of other people? Amen. There's a miracle feeding God wants to do. And then get this. In 14, 25 through 27, Jesus walked in the water. But look at this. Not only that, in 30, 28 through 31, Peter walks in the water. So if Jesus could do it, Peter can do it. Say, I can do it. Come on. Why? Not by might, not by power, but by the spirit of the Lord. And hearing whatever it is that God tells you to do. Because Jesus told Peter, come. If he hadn't have said come, Peter would have sank immediately. But no, when Jesus tells you to do something, start taking a step out there towards him. And then take another step and keeping your eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, the written word. Let the word of God be your every step that you take. Amen? Whoo, glory to God. I'm preaching myself heavy. In verse four, in chapter 14, this is all in Matthew still, 14, 35 through 36. He brought all that, all. Somebody say all. Somebody say todo. Andale, todo. Come on now. Say it like you mean it. Okay. All that were diseased and, and besought him that they may only touch the hem of his garment. See, let me tell you something. You're going to do something. You're going to take a step of faith and God's going to do something for you. And then somebody's going to say, you know what? If he did it for that little woman, he'll do it for me. See, he, she reached out and touched the hem of his garment. So everybody else thought, well, we just touched the hem of his garment. We're going to get healed too. Right? Come on. Your faith. Somebody else is waiting for your faith. Because when they see your faith, it stirs up their faith. Come on. Glory, show and tell. Come on now. We're going to have some show and tell this year. Amen. 15, 22 through 28, the Canaanite woman besought him to heal her daughter. And because of her great faith in the mercy, Hesed of God through the covenant, even though she wasn't a Jew, her daughter was healed that very hour. Come on now. Get you some. Amen. 1530, great multitudes came unto him, the lame, blind, dumb, maimed. Many others were cast down at his feet. He just brought them and dropped them down at his feet. Just drop, here, do something with this one, Jesus. Do something with that one, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, we got another one for you. It's like that story Jesse tells about his brother-in-law that brought, that would bring people from the, he he said, we're going to raise somebody from the dead. You know, what? You're going to do what? You know, he just, my brother-in-law said that Jesus could do it. Jesus can do it. If Jesus says he can do it, he can do it. Come on now. You and I, our faith has got to come up in this area of our lives. Amen. So they just brought him, dropped him down at his feet. And guess what? He healed them. He healed them. He healed them. Are you willing to do whatever it takes to receive your miracle today? Are you willing to do whatever God tells you to do? No matter what it looks like on the outside, I'll do whatever you choose. Are you willing to move thousands of miles because God tells you to? Come on, that's what it's going to take in order for us to see the miraculous, taking a step out. And God's never going to ask you to do something that you're not capable of doing. So if it's in front, just take that one little step. Don't worry about the big picture sometimes. Just take the step that he's telling you to take. And another step, and another step, and another step, and soon you'll be walking out the door, 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 right? You'll eventually be walking through the miracle that you're believing for. But it takes one step at a time. Dr. Savelle preached a sermon about baby steps. You remember that movie? What about Bob? You know, you're taking baby steps. Taking baby steps, you know? Sometimes you just got to take some steps. Take some steps. Take another step and another step. Amen? 
So the multitude wondered in 1531, the wondered when they saw the dumb and to speak, maimed to behold, lame to walk, blind to see, and they glorified God. To God be the glory. To God, come on now, be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Why? For the things he hath done. God wants to do great things for us. We just got to take the steps of faith that he's asking us to take. Amen. Glory to God. I'm excited. Matthew 15, 32 through 38. Miracle feeding. Seven loaves with just a few fish. Come on now. 17, 14 through 18. Man with his son who was a lunatic fallen into the fire and water. Jesus rebuked the devil and he departed that very hour. The very hour. Amen. Doesn't take a long time. The very hour. 1727, miracle money for Peter and Jesus' taxes. Miracle money for Peter and, that's some serious money. I don't know, Jesus wasn't poor and neither was Peter. Come on now. So you can imagine what kind of taxes they were trying to throw on them. That's some, something coming. You know, it's a fish too. What do you, come on, don't you, your natural mind, Peter's fished a lot, his whole entire life. And Jesus is saying, hey, just go throw one line in there, pull it out. The first one you catch, there's going to be something, there's going to be enough money for both mine and your taxes. Your carnal mind, come on, fisherman, hello. You're going really, for real, okay? A big mouth bass is big, but not that big. Amen? But you, what do you got to do? You got to do whatever it is the Lord's telling you to do. Take that step of faith. Whatever God's telling you to do, go ahead and take that step of faith. Amen? You know what? And it was there. The tax money was paid for. 19.2, great multitudes, and he healed them all. Let me say all. And the other word? Todo, andale. Come on, we're going to have a Spanish church one day. Hello? Thank you, Jesus. All right. Now, in 20, 30 through 34, after Jesus, I, don't know, I was going to sing in Spanish, but we'll wait on that one. Jesus, triumphant entry, and turning the money changers over, the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them all. Everybody say, todo. Todo. Everybody say, todo. Not todo. Todo. Okay? Here we go. All right, here we go. All right, so 21, 22, faith. Golly. 28, the greatest miracle that was provided, miracles after miracles for over 2,000 years, is the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the mystery, the realization, you and I will live eternity with Jesus. Jesus has become our King of kings and our Lord of lords, but he's also our brother. We are children of the Most High God. We were born into royalty by the grace of God and through our faith in what Jesus has done. The greatest miracle that's ever taken place when we exit the earth curse system and step into the kingdom of God. And not only that, you know what's even more amazing about that? Well, I shouldn't say more amazing, but it's on top of that. It's like the icing on the cake. How many of you have ever been to icing, right? It's the icing on the cake. There's a little bit more than what you asked for to begin with, right? It's a little, that's what's the good stuff for some people. Some people just like the bread. I don't understand. Well, you know, that the meat of the word. But the icing on the cake is that all the power and authority has now been given unto us. Let's read that together. In Matthew chapter 28, 18 through 20, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power. Somebody say, All. all. See, there's that word. Say, all. all. There it is again. All. Isn't that cool? So this is actually translated all power. The word power there, just get this authority. Authority. Say authority. authority. 
there's a, Dr. Savelle talks about Brother Hagen, and he listens to Brother Hagen almost every day. I try to as much as I can because of the rich deposits and the faith that he teaches. One of the, one of the messages that I've listened to hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of times is the authority of the believer. And when you understand your authority, you see, you and your natural cannot do the miraculous. But because of the authority that's just been dispensated unto you and I, we can actually exercise that authority here on the earth just as if it was Jesus himself. Why? Because Christ in me, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, Christ in me, the hope of glory. What? So that God can be glorified in the earth so that we can cast out devils, speak with new tongues. If we drink any deadly thing, it does not hurt us. The believer, amen? So he says this in Matthew 28, 18. Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power, which is authority, is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teach them to observe all things. Somebody say all. All All things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. Now in Mark 16, look at this. 15 through 20. And he said unto them, Go ye unto all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Uh oh, do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe? Yes, I'm a believer. How many of you remember that? Hey, I'm a believer now since Jesus changed my. You ever, anybody? Hey, I'm a believer now. I thank you. There's a couple. All right. So you're a believer. I'm a believer now. We are believers. Listen, listen to this. Say, this is me. Say, this is me. In my name, they shall cast out devils. Say, that's me. Say, that's me. You can't be, you shouldn't be scared of no devils. The devils are scared of you when you walk in the authority that God's given you. They shall speak with new tongues. Ha ha. Ha, 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 New tongues. Ha, 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 Come on. So kick that, you gotta, that mindset of tongues has passed away. It's got to be gone. New tongues. All right. All right. They shall take up serpents. That means any demonic spirits, anything that you deal with, you're going to, you're going to take authority over them. Amen. And if they drink any deadly thing, any deadly thing, any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Who's going to do this? Say, I am. Hey, hallelujah. You begin to exercise your faith for healing for other people, especially when you're dealing with things in your own body and watch your healing take place. Because when you sow, it grows. Come on now. You'll reap what you sow. Put faith in that. Amen. Oh, don't go anywhere. Come down here. All right. Trying to get away from me. All right. Lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So then after that, the Lord had spoken unto them. He was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Remember where Jesus, where's Jesus? Okay, remember that. They went forth and preached everywhere. Everywhere. In the Walmart, yeah, everywhere. Come on. At the target, yeah, mm -hmm. at the target, yeah, everywhere. You know, you're a walking testimony constantly. Hmm, hallelujah, I won't go there. The Lord working with them. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. What word? Whatever word of God that God tells you to bring forth, God's going to confirm it with signs following. Say, I want my miracle. Say, I have my miracle. Now, 
In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Miracle after miracle. Miracle after miracle. Miracle after miracle. Woo! All right, so Jesus was seated with God at the right hand of the Father, right? He sat down on the right. Listen, listen to this. In, in Ephesians 1, 3, it says, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us, just catch this, all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. In 16 through 18 in Ephesians 1, is pray, Paul prayed a prayer that you need to pray over yourself every single day, but not just yourself. Your family members, people that you come in contact with that you're believing for. Because the reality, and actually this is for believers. Come on. One of the things that I've done for almost 20 years now, it's over 20 years actually, is I, I, I got a hold of this, and I heard, I heard Brother Hagan minister this as I was listening to the authority believer, and I began to pray way back then that the eyes of our understanding, because why? Because we are the body of Christ. So my, my hope and my expectation, my faith, is in the reality that God's word is going to continue, because as ministers of the gospel, as children of the Most High, we are not alone. We're not called to do this alone. We're called to do this in the body. We are the body of Christ, amen? Every joint supply it. And so I need you, just like you need me, like I need Eric, like I need Kat, whoever's David, whoever it is, we need each other to come forth and be everything that you're called to be in this body. So I prayed this for years. Father God, I pray for my partners, my family, my friends, my loved ones, for the body of Christ. I pray that you continue to give unto us the spirit of wisdom, revelation, and knowledge of you, that the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened, that we would know what is the hope of our calling, what the riches of the glory of your inheritance is in us, the saints. What is the exceeding greatness of your power to usward who believe, according to the working of your mighty power, which you wrought in Christ Jesus, when you raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality, power, might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And you gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him, the fullness of him. We are his body, the fullness of him the fullness of him everything that he is is in us amen and then i go over to in the next chapter and you know what it says there if you start off in verse six it says and he's raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in christ jesus i'm praying god help us to understand this that you've raised us up together made us sit together in heavenly places He's raised us up together, made us sit together, Pastor Phil, in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Why? To execute that same authority. So that you and I could walk in the same authority that he's given unto us. We have to have a revelation of it. We have to let it, we have to let it settle on the inside of us. Remember an incubation? You've got to let it incubate. What does it do? It's stirring the things up in order to bring life to the situation. There's things in our lives. You may have a revelation for one thing and not another thing. Let it incubate. Let it keep stirring. Develop in your faith. Pray and ask God to reveal the truth to you in those areas of your life that you need. And God will unveil those truths to you and build you up in that area of your life so that you can be everything that you were created to be and sit in the place of authority in every area of your life. Amen? Glory to God. I'm, I'm excited. Y'all excited? That in the ages to come, he raised us up together, made us sit together in heavenly places. That in the ages to come, 
and I heard Brother Hagin says this, which is now. Which is now. In the ages to come, which is now. We, we don't need this when we get to heaven. We need this now. Right? Now faith is, right? In heavenly places, in Christ Jesus, that in the ages came he showed the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Through Christ Jesus. Through, through Christ. Christ in Colossians 1.27. Christ in me. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Christ in me. Christ in you. The hope of glory. See, we've already been seated in the authority place that God's created us to be seated into. But if you don't know it, you can't walk in it. And, and it's not just a, 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 there's two in Spanish, you'll get a Spanish lesson this morning. You've got saber, which is the factual knowledge. And then you have conocer, which is intimate knowledge. Two different ones. You may know who the president of the United States is, but you don't know him. Come on. But you can conocer Jesucristo. You can know Jesus Christ intimately, personally, have a relationship with him. And when you know in whom you have believed, he shall set you free. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. A lot of people in the body of Christ don't know that they have the authority to kick the devil out of their lives. They don't, they don't know they have authority to make sure sickness does not rule and reign in their lives. Come on, it's mine and your responsibility to rise up and be who God's created. If we're going to see miracle after miracle, we got to know who we are. We got to expect those miracles, not just the, the, we are the hand of the Lord. We are an extension of his grace and mercy. We are, we are the body of Christ. Christ is the head. We are the body. You and I have got to reach out and go do what it is that God's called us to do. Lay hands on the sick, cast out devils, speak with new tongues. If we drink any daily thing, it doesn't hurt us. That's mine and your role as believers. We got to walk in that authority, but we got to realize we've been seated with him in heavenly places and we need to sit there and exercise our authority from that place, not down here on the earth. In the natural realm, rise up, get above us. That's another thing that takes place. When you and I start praying in the Holy Ghost, what is it? It builds us up. It edifies us. It takes us higher and higher and higher. And y'all know, Star Wars fans, you, you want to make sure you have the high ground, right? Okay, come on now. You got to make sure you have, and, and that's in military period. You always want to have the high ground. The highest ground wins. Well, you don't get any higher than the throne room of God. Come on. Then you and I have been seated with Jesus in heavenly places. Far above all principality, power, might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Rise up and be who God created you to be. And do what it is that God's called you to do. You lay hands on the sick. Miracle working God is going to work through you. Our miracle working God is going to work through you. Our miracle working God is going to work through you. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's not short of any of his miracles. He's not slack in one of his promises. He's waiting on the body of Christ to rise up and be who we were created to be. To stay in our right place in Christ Jesus. The other thing is that some people know the authority that they have, but they're not exercising that authority. You can know that the light switch turns the light on, but if you don't ever walk over there and turn that light on, you're not going to have any light. You can know what I'm talking about right now and saying, hoo, yeah, ha, 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 yeah, amen. But are you, are you exercising this? Come on now. Put me in the game, coach. Come on. That's got to be your intent. I want to play. Let me, pick me, pick me, pick me. Come on. What, how does that come? You take that little step. 
He could have asked you to do something like, hey, can you help greet at the front door? I don't want to greet at the front door. I want to preach. No. You know what? The anointing of God touches people when they walk through the doors of this church. And our greeters are anointed. Our ushers are anointed. We have a place, every single one of us, to do what it is that God's called us to do. And we need to be an extension of his grace and mercy anywhere and everywhere that we go. Amen? Be obedient right where you are. When you're faithful right where you are, you can continue to be faithful. Your faithfulness will grow. And God can put, more, can put more faith in your faithfulness because you're faithful. The faithful shall abound. The faithful shall abound with blessing. But you know what? Do whatever it is he's telling you to do right now. Well, I don't want to serve over there in the youth. But you know God's talking to you about it right now. Come on. Children's ministry. No, no. Don't go, don't go there. Uh-uh. What, what, if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. If you're willing to, whatever it is he tells you to do, do it. Amen? Whatever it is he tells you to do, do it. And God's glory will manifest. And his miracle working power will manifest for you right where you are. You can touch somebody because if you understand the covenant you have with Almighty God, when you get around the anointing, the anointing's, the anointing's tangible. The anointing's tangible. The presence of God is, is, a, is, a, is the presence. There's a presence there. It's not just something we talk about. The anointing of God's there. And if you're walking in that, people will get healed in your midst. You can take authority over things and watch God do some things for you that only God can do. Amen? And people will recognize it. They'll say, there's something different about them. What is it about you that's different? It's the glory of God. Amen? Whether you're a school teacher, you drive a bus, doesn't matter what you do. Allow the miracle-working God to be evident in your life, and you'll see miracles after miracles. That's what he'll do. Even though you may have this authority, make sure you're exercising that authority. Make sure that you're constantly cultivating the authority that you have in Christ. Now, you don't have authority over people. Just make sure. Get this right. Okay? You've been seated far above all principality, power, might, and dominion. It didn't say nothing about people there. Come on now. Some people just want to have the junk that they have. You can't change their mind where that's concerned. Our job is to, to give them Jesus. I love our pastor. Give them Jesus. Love them. Love them into the kingdom of God. Love conquers all. See miracles after miracles in your life. How? By meditating on the word of God and allowing the word of God to be first place in your life, praying in the spirit, downloading what it is that God wants you to do, taking the word of God, rightly dividing it, building your life upon the principles of the word of God and do what God says to do. Go ye therefore. He's not said stop you therefore. He said, if you're still here, God is looking to use you on this earth. He's looking to use me on this earth. You and I have got to be vessels of honor. That whole thing, some vessels to silver, some to gold. You know who chooses? You choose. I choose. I'm going to choose to let the miracles of God manifest in my life. Walk in the authority that God has given you. Walk in that authority. Don't don't let anybody tell you any different. You got miracle working power working on the inside of you. Miracle working power working on the inside of you. You and I were called to be carriers of, of the miracles of God. You and I are a miracle waiting to happen for somebody else. Why not use you to bring that miracle to somebody else? The greater one lives on the inside of you. The greater one lives on the inside of me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Let that incubate. Meditate on it. Like Pastor Justin said, chew on it. 
Bring it back over and over and over. Keep talking to yourself about it. God wants to use me. My hands are anointed. My hands are anointed. I'm anointed to lay hands on the sick and watch them recover. I'm anointed to lay hands on the sick and watch them recover. I have the fullness of God living on the inside of me. Because I'm full of God, no devil in hell, no sickness or disease. Nothing can, can come into this body unless I let it. And I'm not letting it in the name of Jesus. We're not saying the devil doesn't want to take it away from you. You've got to resist the devil and he will flee from you. Submit yourself to God though. What is God telling you to do? You can resist him, but if you haven't done what it is God's telling you to do, you're out there for target practice, buddy. Serious. You're running a route that you ain't going to get a ball thrown to you. Because God wants to make sure that you're protected in the process of going where you're called to go and doing what you're called to do. Is this making anybody happy? It's making me happy. I'll tell you what. You know, um, let's pray in the Holy Ghost for him. Jesus, 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 Jesus. We look unto you, Jesus. You're the author and you're the finisher of our faith. Jesus, have your way in this place. Jesus, have your way in this place. Jesus, you're the healer. If you have something in your body that needs to come out, if you need sickness or disease or anything that's been messing with you, come on up here right now. Don't waste time. We don't have much time. Come on up here right now. Come on up here. Come on up here. Any sickness, disease, illness, anything that we talked about this morning. Eric, will you come on up here? Will you pray over her? Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord. Hey, Joseph, Joseph, will you minister to him? Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord. Right over there. Yeah, go right beside him. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Miracle working God. Hmm? Yeah, right there. Yeah, either one. Yeah, it's perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Father God. Bless you. Bless you, Lord. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Bless you, Lord. God's still the healer. God's still the healer. Come on, turn. Thank you, Jesus. God is still the healer. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord. He's a miracle-working God, amen? He's still a miracle-working God. God's presence and His presence is fullness of joy.